0: Controlled America, the no bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium free broadcast. The most important hour of your day. What's up, people? How are we doing today? Good morning, evening, good afternoon. I don't know why that's. So oh, I know why. <laughs> Hold on a second. There we go. Damn pill Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to Redfield Project's Dally Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. A little late start today. I apologize for that. got a late notification that uh, uh, things couldn't get set up in time, so I, uh, I had to take care of all that, and I had a whole bunch of stuff I had to finish up. So my apologies for being just a little bit late. Man, what an, what an interesting time to be alive. I say that a lot, but I do mean it. I seriously do mean it. mean it. So, what do we have here? What do we have here? Well, we have a world that is falling apart, a world that's crumbling. And that's what we do here at the Red Pill Project is we talk to you all about the systematic destruction of the United States of America, the, the global system that's in place, the entering of the, the New Age dynamic of which the globalists and the elitists want to bring in. And I thought a little bit about what we should do on this show tonight? What we should talk about? I mean, there's there's news. There's news. I've already covered it on two other shows today, <laughs> but that's okay. And, and okay, I gotta ask you guys this because I got this on my end. I, am I delayed at all? Is there a slight delay between the audio and the picture? Just curious. Let me see here. Dynamic of which the globalists and the elitists want to bring in. Yes, there is. Okay. Uh, I I'm seeing it here. I I don't know what the hell is going on with my computer. It's acting up. We're just going to roll with it. I'm going to kill some, uh, some tasks in the background. Hopefully that, uh, Oh, well that, that could be a problem. Uh, hopefully that solves and resolves, right? Solves and resolves. I think that's how we say it. This one can get killed. Boom. Done. That's gone all right give me a second here i'm trying to lighten things up a little bit on the load on my computer to see if we can get rid of this delay my computer is a little bit delayed but the video seems to be just off track and i don't want people getting dizzy watching me here Uh, but yeah we'll, we'll we'll see if it fixes itself so the red pill project what do we do here well we have a few different shows yeah so everybody's saying yes okay thanks guys appreciate it um we'll see if we can fix it. I don't, there's nothing I can really do without stopping the stream. It seems to be, let's see if it's on the zoom end. See if it, Oh, it is on the zoom end. Look at that. Hmm. Give me one second. What I'm going to do is I'm going to throw a video on real quick. I'm going to go reset my zoom and come right back. Cause it's on my zoom end. It's not on my OBS up. Okay. So give me one second here. You guys should watch this. I'll be right back. And I'm back, and it doesn't seem to have worked. <laughs> I apologize. Um, I, there's a problem with Zoom on my PC. I don't know what it is, but uh, oh, well. well. We'll just have to deal with it tonight, and maybe tomorrow we can figure it out. So I apologize for that, and especially the little delay that you guys had there with Dr. Kirk Elliott, but it's always good to the, the see an ad on Dr. Kirk Elliott, because obviously we know how that goes. Um, but let's jump into it. The Red Pill Project. Oh, I just fucking froze up. Okay, man. I got to clean my computer out. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I mean, I'm late. My computer's not working right. Anyways, let's think about this. What do we do here? Well, this is alternative media. This is the, the news of the day, right? This is what's happening in the world pertaining to what the globalists are trying to do to this country, trying to do to this world, the enslavement of humanity, the the agenda 2030 2050 plan. Oh man, Zoom is freaking out right now. It's like, I, I can't even explain to you. I don't know what's going on with Zoom right now. It, it's fucking up. We might actually have to go to, uh, I hope I don't have to go to uh, StreamYard. But if I do, I do. It's okay. In um, Zoom, it, it's just Zoom, it's not like anything else. I bet I'm being hacked. I bet that's what it is. Actually, you know what? Let me let me try this. Let me kill this guy and see if that frees it up. A little bit, a little bit. Keeps on telling me. There's like, so when I did that, there was like 20 Zoom files that came up. And when I reset it, um, I don't know. Did the video come back up just a little bit? Possibly. I don't know. Shit. Anyways, guys, I'm sorry. I have to bring up my... Uh, my Brave browser back up again, hopefully. I'm sorry. It's got me all fucking flustered now. But anyways, Red Pill Project, what are we doing here? We're we're unraveling the the global conspiracy of what is happening here. And for those that don't know, there's a plot out there by globalists in the world to take over the world, to enslave humanity, to put them into a technocratic semi-cameo-fascist type of government called the new world order and it's coming really really fast and if you look around you you can see that it's coming even faster every day and that they're not dead that and i will say this and i've taken some shit for this before patriots are aren't in control at least from the optics perspective right is that this is a battle there is a war and it's waging on If Patriots were in control, then Igor Deschenko and Michael Sussman probably would have been convicted. But we're in D.C. courts, D.C. juries, corrupt justice system, and that's what happens. So we have to understand that they still have fighting them. I believe that they have their backs against the wall, that their plans are being unraveled, that we're finding out more about what they're doing faster than they can actually do it and implement that, which means that they have to change their plans along the way. This derives from game theory. Great. That's good. But what are the Patriots' next moves? What are the next moves that people like you and me or the political component starts to do? Because here's the thing. They're not afraid to steal elections. They're not afraid to do a coup d'etat. They did it with JFK. They did it with, well, they tried to do it in 2016 with Hillary Clinton. They tried to do it with two impeachments, the Mueller investigation, Russia, Russia, Russia. They did it in 2020. Okay. They're not afraid to do that. So th- this for us to sit here and think that Republicans are going to win the House and the Senate in November 8th, and it's just going to roll over and the Democrats will be like, okay, you guys won. Here's the keys to D.C., I, I think that's naive of us. I think it's really naive of us, um, wh- which means that there is going to have to be something that happens. There's going to have to be a major big global event. We've talked about this big global event before. Now, this could potentially happen before November 8th or after November 8th. Either way, they cannot let Amer- American First candidates take over control of the House and the Senate. So in every other poll but Nate Silver's polls, it shows the Republicans are leading the race for the Senate, which means that the Republicans win the Senate and they're gonna win the House. If this does happen, man, we're, we're gonna get, hopefully, a wet dream, right? We're gonna get exactly what we've been asking for. Um, you heard, we'll, we'll see the video here of Cash Patel, I think I got it somewhere, of Cash Patel talking about a, a special congressional committee like the church committee that came together and investigates this, but uh, D.C. is beyond corrupt. D.C. is beyond treasonous. I, I We have to understand this. Is that anybody who goes in there doesn't come out the same. Any good people who go out there, in there, come out dirty. I didn't want to say Donald Trump did, but Donald Trump didn't get to be in there for very long. I I sometimes look at what's happening in the world and I pinch myself and ask myself, is this real? Because everything that's unraveling to a lot of people doesn't make sense. Now, we had a comment on our rumble, and I don't want to call this person out, so I'm not going to mention their name, but but the comment pertained to, um, we had Republican majority in 2016 when Trump came in. You don't know what you're talking about. They're not going to investigate anything. I, I want to clarify this. We had a neocon and rhino majority in 2016 when Donald Trump came in. That same rhino and neocon majority that we had in 2014 or sorry, 2012, when Barack Obama won re-election, quote-unquote. So what does that mean? It, it means that they're just part of the swamp. They're just an extension, that that the name Republican and Democrat is just a title they take to pick a side, when, in the backdrop, they're really making handshake deals and selling our wealth off to foreign countries and foreign globalists. Why are American first candidates different? Well, I know quite a few of them. I'm friends with quite a few of them, and I can tell you that these people will do the right thing when the right thing is presented, most of them, that these people are patriots, they love this country, that they got into this fight to save this country. Now, just imagine what happens when you have you know, 50% of Republicans that are like Lauren Boebert, Who, not necessarily, I don't think she's the best congresswoman or Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't think they're necessarily the best. They don't have very much power. But just imagine having a full Congress full of that or a full Senate full of that. We could get a lot of shit done. And I think that when they do get in, that we're going to see investigations happen. I I think that we will see an investigation into the 2020 election. I think we will see investigations into Hunter Biden and uh, in James Biden. And Joe Biden. I think we will see an impeachment of Joe Biden and Kami Kamala. But what does that mean? It means that if they get in. And so this is why we have to go back to the table of understanding. See, right now, there is a massive threat to Washington, D.C., and there is a battle for Washington, D.C. What is that massive threat? Really simple. It's Trump and it's American first candidates that Trump has endorsed. That's the threat to Washington, D.C. And nobody in Washington, D.C. wants any of those people in there. It's like the old Tea Party. The Democrats and Republicans alike that are just as corrupt will do everything in their power to hold on to their power. I've said this before. They will do everything and anything to retain their power. They will scorch the earth if they have to. With that being said, with the way the polls are going, they either have to cheat during the election and steal the House majority and the Senate majority, possibility. They have to cheat during the election and take the minimum of the Senate they have to either allow the Republicans win and then blame them for cheating, open up investigations and prove it in their corrupt court. That's a possibility. Or they need to stop the election altogether, either before or after. Now, I, I, exp- I, I, I stress this after part. And the reason I stress the after part is because the new Congress and Senate doesn't come in until January of 2023. Which means that gives them about a month and a half after the election to do something to keep their power, like martial law, like a a international disaster, like Joe Biden, or let's say that World War III is declared. And for national security reasons, they say, hey, look, we we can't bring in a new Congress because this is an act of war. And uh, we we need the, the seasoned professionals. I don't know. There's a lot of things that they could do constitutionally and through executive power. My thoughts are that... I'm sorry, I'm reading these chats and wondering what you guys are all talking about. (laughs) Um, My thoughts are this. We have a very, very fragile geopolitical system geopolitical situation right now unfolding. China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Taiwan, right? Saudi Arabia is now into the mix. Europe, the United States of America, okay? Everybody else can kind of just go to the sides. Europe is on the verge of financial crises, economic collapse, supply chain annihilation energy crisis they are in the midst of the great reset right now the united states is not too far behind them the united states is probably just about six months behind europe in the sense of financial collapse economic destabilization the hyperinflation of the dollar the crashing of the dollar Okay, we are definitely going into a recession. We're already in a recession. I think we're going into our, a depression. Supply chain crises, weakened infrastructure, weakened military, and a corrupt and complicit political system. Not to mention all the social and the cultural engineering that's going on, of which is brainwashed the most, the majority of the people. And, and Dante, you're right on I'm pilled there. I'll I'll mention that. So, with those two main countries, right, European Union, I'll just call one country, United States, another country, um, on the verge of this collapse, and then with the strengthening of the economic ties between the BRICS nations, BRICS nations is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. New lead to be announced Saudi Arabia, potentially Egypt, Greece. I'm saying Iran, probably in the next few weeks, and now in potentially even Turkey. Okay. Which in a 2019 document was labeled by the World Economic Forum as the new Silk Road. With this new reinforcement of economic prowess, this becomes a competitive match against the course of the globalists and what they were doing which means that they have to annihilate that alliance they have to get rid of that alliance and russia is the first step in this and russia and ukraine is the first step to the accompaniment of this alliance and so the globalists the western nations need to take out russia and they need to collapse china and this is what we're seeing in the sense of economic warfare and proxy warfare Proxy warfare, the United States, NATO, through Ukraine to Russia. And economic warfare happening in China. We talked about that last night on the show. Economic warfare aspect of this is this executive order that basically called home all these American citizens from China, ruining their chip manufacturing overnight, decimating their complete economy. And yes, Xi Jinping will respond to that. Then Saudi Arabia coming out, calling out Joe Biden's quid pro quo, right? And then Saudi Arabia joining the BRICS Alliance, talking about changing the petrodollar to the Chinese Wong, which they're talking about these global currencies switching over the gold and silver for a backing, okay? Now, in this perspective, with the midterm elections here in the United States of America, is if America first candidates came in, they would immediately start to change the United States of America. All this economic hardship would begin to end. Supply chain would begin to get restructured. I, I don't have any doubts in my mind about that. If you get Joe Biden out of office, you get Nancy Pelosi out of office. If you turn this around and put American first candidates and in Senate in the House, Donald Trump would have no choice but to come back. It would be proven within a matter of a month <clears throat> that the 2020 election was stolen. Right? And they could either have a new election or bring Donald Trump back indefinitely. Doesn't matter. And then things would start to turn around for this country. And the globalists would be basically dead in the water at that point in time. Another perspective of what could happen is you have the November 8th election. Republicans win with an overwhelming majority. And the Democrats call cheating and call foul, just like they did in 2016. And it rises up to a civil war or the other way around. The Democrats take the House and the Senate. Republicans go out there and say, not happening. And there comes the civil war. There's multiple scenarios that can play out or global war breaks out before the election and the election is postponed and canceled. That's another scenario. Um, Carol, I, I appreciate the comment, right? There will be no midterms. We don't know that for sure. I, listen, we, we don't know that. We, we can't tell the future. I know people are talking that, oh no, they're not going to be any midterms. We don't know that for certain, okay? We, we just got to be, I, I tend to be very, uh, if we're going to be speculative. I got to, we got to say when it's speculation. It I think it, it is speculation that there's going to be no midterms. It's a good possibility, great possibility, but we can't say for certain right? So what we're looking at here as this unfolds in the world is this war is eventually going to turn kinetic. This war is definitely going to turn into some type of armed conflict somewhere around the world, either breaking out in World War III, hopefully non-nuclear, okay, or civil war here in the United States of America, because we are very, very close to that point. Or maybe someone rising up and just beginning to take out the globalists. I don't know. That would be, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> but the news that we had today is uh, Igor Deschenko, uh the trial with John Durham, was acquitted by the jur- jury that he did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. So Igor Doshenko, who lied to the FBI, could not corroborate any of his sources that basically produced a Steele dossier, did nothing wrong. Right. Right. Because he was hired to do a job and he was told he would have immunity and they took him to the court and the courts rigged and he got off. OK, great. I've said that it's not about Igor Doshenko. It's not about Michael Sussman. It's about laying the foundation in a court of law, entering the evidence legally in a court of law about going after the bigwigs, about going after the big fish. That's who John Durham is potentially going to be targeting. We'll see. We'll see how this works. I mean, imagine if you had before the midterm elections an indictment of Hillary Clinton. You know, Debbie, uh, Debbie Wasserman, right? Of Rod Rosenstein. That would be interesting. I'd like to see that. James Comey, I'd like to see that. Potential. We'll see with what happens with John Durham. But honestly, if something big or major like this happens, what will we potentially see? What, what are we going to see unfold in the world? If war breaks out, global war breaks out, you're going to see the whole world go into a massive, depression economically, socially, and people financially will begin to turn over assets. Now, this makes sense because if we go to the world economic forum, Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab and his, his little guy, Noah Harari, we go to those guys. This is what they said, you'll own nothing. How do you take away all the possessions that somebody owns? Well, you put the world into a depression. You make sure that they can't own anything because they have no income and money to sustain them. They have to sell them all off. So this is a potential for what could happen. Um, and I think global war, war is really the, the best answer that they have strategy wise, because it's already set up. It's already there. It, you know, in 2020, when I made a series of predictions of what could potentially happen by the midterms, um, I never thought for an instant that would be you know spot on correct. But we are. We're here now and we're watching it unfold and we're seeing the geopolitical situation and it doesn't look good. Now, here's the thing is the United States is not capable of fighting any war right now. Our military is depleted. Our military is losing more people than it's recruiting. Um, A lot of them are double jabby jab jabbed. That's not going good for them. So I'm afraid for America if we went to war. I'm afraid for the United States if we had to defend ourselves from another superpower, which there is a potential for that. so when i look at everything that's happening in the world right now this is kind of what goes through my mind on a daily basis is all these various scenarios with all the information that we have at hand and the news that i'm about to go through some of it might pertain to a lot of it we're talking about but most of it most of this is just kind of me putting things together in my mind and kind of just venting and getting this out there um, with my my fears, my concerns, my my uh, my understandings of what's unfolding right now in the world, right? Possible scenarios, possible scenarios that can happen: China invading Taiwan, very good possibility. Uh, Russia declaring war on Ukraine, and the proxy war ter- from with NATO turns into a full-scale kinetic war. Um, Iran going after Israel because of Israel's involvement now trying to get into the Ukrainian war because Iran's involved. Um, That's one possibility. Another possibility is that we have global economic collapse, that the releasing of all these, uh, um, the U.S. debt back onto the open market that China says they're going to do, Saudi Arabia, uh, Japan, everybody else is doing it. By releasing that back on there, we have hyperinflation head off. We we see uh, you know, it was on the drudge report today. Hold on, I can pull it up. That's not what I was looking for. Um, here, let's go here. Drudge report. I like I like the drudge report even though it's fucking neocon bullshit. Um, alarmed by rapid price increases. Fed looks at raising rates again. Turkey costs skyrocket 73%. Worst year of stock and bond investors since 1969. That's the headline I was looking at. Now, what does that tell us? It tells us that the Federal Reserve has no control over our economy, and rightfully so they shouldn't. It's a free market for a reason, but they've manipulated the free markets for so long that it's exasperated their protocols of basically what they do to quantitatively tighten or quantitatively ease the markets. And right now we have, we talked about this last night, but I think it's worth bringing up again. And that's not it. What's this one? Momentum builds for creating a treasury bond buyback program. There's talking about how the market responded when the treasury came out there and says that they're gonna start buying back all their debt. Now this is a problem. Like the logic of this is just irrational. So China and multiple other countries out there are about to release their US debt that they own in treasuries right back onto the market, which is gonna flood the market of US treasuries. Saudi Arabia potentially potentially is going to drop the dollar as the petrodollar, dollar, adopting the won, which is going to kill the dollar. And so the US Treasury comes out and says, okay, well, we're just going to buy back all of our old debt that gets thrown back on the market. Oh, okay. Hmm, kind of makes sense, right? We're going to we're going to buy back our debt. Well, how does the Treasury operate? The Treasury goes out there, they take a piece of paper, they send it over to the Federal Reserve and says, we need a hundred billion dollars. The Federal Reserve says, well, let me look at this. Scratches her head. And this is 12 Federal Reserve banks. Basically, you know, we have the big ones, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo involved in this. And they go, okay, we'll do this at 3% interest for 30 years. And this is where we're going to source it from. Here's your debt bonds. Here's your money. They print the money. And they send or they sell those new debt bonds the newly printed money to foreign countries. To investors. And then they take that money, the treasury, they just created new debt. And they go buy back all their old debt. Does anybody follow that logic? Let's Print some new money, creating new debt to go back and buy our old debt. That that doesn't help hyperinflation, doesn't help the economy. It actually causes more of a problem, and this is why we are in this problem to begin with. And so momentum built for creating a Treasury bond buyback program. Oh yeah, the market reacted. The market went up. Oh yeah. It's absolute absurdity. So when you see these things and you look at them, and like I talked to Dr. Kirk Elliott today, and when you see these types of things, you're just sitting there going, what is wrong with this world? How does this world make absolutely no sense whatsoever? Well, it's not supposed to make sense. That's the thing, is that the moves and tactics that they are doing are not meant to revive the U.S. economy. They're not meant to save the dollar. They're not meant to put wealth in yours and mine's pocket. Instead, it's meant to do exactly the opposite. It's meant to kill the dollar. It's meant to exasperate debt in this country. It's meant to steal your wealth. It's meant to collapse the economy globally. That's the problem. And the longer we allow them to continue this, the more that we can blame ourselves for it. And so in the midterms, we have an opportunity. And this is real clear politics, which has been doing some really good polling on this. Um, They're showing up. There's my email addresses. Don't be emailing me. They're showing right now that the Republicans could take potentially four seats in the Senate with Nevada and Georgia being kind of uh, coin tosses. Now, Nevada and Georgia, those are uh, well, Georgia has been really, really heated. But I think Nevada will will nip the butt. And I think moving into this election, there's no way in hell that we can lose. Unless they obviously cheat or whatever. The Fed staring down two big choices charts an aggressive path. Federal Reserve officials have coalesced around the plan to raise interest rates by three-quarters of a point next month as policymakers grow alarmed by the staying power of rapid price increases and increasingly worried that inflation is now feeding on itself. That's called hyperinflation, runaway inflation. Such concerns could also prompt the Fed to raise rates at least slightly higher next year than previously forecast as officials face two huge choices in their coming meetings, when to slow rapid rate increases and when to stop them altogether. Central bankers had expected to debate slowing down their November meeting, Um, but a rash of recent data suggesting that the labor market is still strong and that inflation is unrelenting has them poised to delay certain discussions of a smaller move for at least a month. The conversation about whether the scale back is now more likely to happen in December. Investors have entirely priced in the fourth consecutive three-quarter point move at the Fed's November 1st and 2nd meetings, and officials have made no effort to change that expectation. Well, I'm telling you, when the numbers come out, they're not going to be pretty. And they'll probably just do a 0.75 basis point hike, as always, because that's just what they do. Okay? Um, But this is the systematic destruction of the old financial system. And the new financial system that's coming in, I'm telling you, if the central bankers, if the globalists get their way, you're not going to like it. You better get really good at computers and learn to hack because that's going to be the next revolutionary. Then you then you get moronic shit like this. Jim Kramer says to buy Wells Fargo stock to capitalize on the Fed's rate hikes. Rest in peace Wells Fargo, that's right Wall Street silver. What do we got here? Up, oh, there we go. Uh, Jim Cramer says bank stocks are headed for sustained growth thanks to rising rates. Here are three names analyst analyst likes. So basically what they're doing here and what they're trying to sell you is that since the rates are going up, interest rates are going up. Uh, this is the time to buy these financial institutions and that this is actually good for the economy. Well, if you ever watch Ray Dalio's video on how the economy works, there's a credit and a debt cycle it's supposed to go this way rates are supposed to go down rates are supposed to go up rates are supposed to go down rates are supposed to go up depending on what part of the cycle that you're in the problem is is they they've manipulated the system for so long that basically when you say it's steady like this and you don't allow those cycles to basically ebb and flow you have compensations and so you're going to have a when you have the market just going up and up and up and up and up you have to compensate downward with the equal amount of force and that's what we're experiencing right now. And, and that's, that's not good. We could have potential hyperinflation. I had explained it to someone today on Facebook, you know, he was blaming Donald Trump for inflation. So Donald Trump didn't create the inflation. We had a V-shaped recovery under Donald Trump. We had a strong economy. See, the thing is, is inflation is okay. It typically rises about 4.3% every year. It's okay with a growing gross domestic product. When you have a growing nation, when you have more jobs coming in, more manufacturing, when you have more production, when you have you know retail sales hitting all-time record highs, the, it, inflation, interest rates aren't a problem. Inflation isn't a problem. The problem comes around when you have those things start to decline and the price of money goes up. That's the problem. And that's where we're at right now. And so this chart right here, three simple charts that show the material difference between President Donald Trump's economy and Joe Biden's economy. Biden is the inflation king. And Donald Trump posted this on Truth Social today. How it started, how it's going. Donald Trump, 1.4% inflation rate. The inflation rate as reported through Joe Biden, 8.3%, more like 25%. Gas was at $2.39 a gallon. Under Biden, it's $3.76. We have 30-year mortgage rates, 2.65% under Trump. uh, 30-year mortgage rates, 7.08% under Biden. Uh, Average rent prices, $1,600. Average rent prices under Biden, 2039. NASDAQ was up 13,342 points. NASDAQ has been down 13,829 under Biden. And there's another one. Joe Biden is the inflation king. And consumer price index, this is CPI. This is green under Trump. Down low under Biden, up high, and look at that transition right there 1 2000, 2021. The day that Joe Biden put in 17 executive orders killing energy independence in the United States of America is when this all happened. Why? Because it made it incredibly more expensive to start doing business around this country. Not only to do business, but there is also certain actions taken by the Federal Reserve and the Treasury during this time. Um, there was massive buybacks, quantitative easing buybacks, and, and we were having an overnight liquidity problem. Under Donald Trump with cheap money, that was not a problem. But under Joe Biden, now we have those problems. The next one is well, this is the same thing, Dementia no, <laughs> crackhead said no. So th- that's just another example, right? So I don't I'm not affiliated with these guys. I don't know them um i i've never i haven't even checked out the app but if the app could help the election then maybe this is a good thing imagine if after the 2020 election the 20, 2020 election we had an app where people could report all the irregularities all the problems they had with the voting process that's what Vote uh, voteify now is New election integrity app allows users to share election integrity concerns and irregularities nationwide. Um, this could be a good thing. So I don't know. Maybe you guys want to check it out. Um, their website is uh, Um, But to change the economy, to change the economic state of this country, we have to vote these people out. And If we can't vote them out, then we need to go back to the found the constitutional foundation of this country, the legal documents, one of them being the Declaration of Independence, where it says that when a government becomes destructive to a means, it is the right, the will, the duty of the people to remove them. And and I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. And if, you know, Jim from the FBI or whoever's listening to us right now want to call me, oh, he's an extremist, fuck off. The Second Amendment is not about self-defense. The Second Amendment is about protecting this country from fucking tyrants and foreign adversaries of which we have both of those right now in washington dc so i think it's just game and i know there's a lot of people out there waiting for that type of stuff to happen um and i'm not going to make the first move but i think we need to go through this whole legal process there's the 10th amendment there's a constitutional convention we still have the states we have states that are on our side we have states that that are working in our best interest. And so because of that, we're not at that point of civil war, I don't think, unless the Democrats go out there and begin to um, start it up. But what we are at is we're at that point where states are gonna have to start getting involved and people need to start going out there and being very, very verbal to these new state representatives and senators and governors who are coming into office and pushing them to actually go out there and do things. Um, Biden to announce another 15 million barrel SPR release before the midterms. The strategic petroleum release in a... uh, So Biden is going to release 10 to 15 million barrels of the crude from the strategic petroleum reserve in a bid to suppress gasoline and diesel prices at the pump ahead of next month's congressional elections. This is the same... So basically, Saudi Arabia told him to fuck off during his quid pro quo which is an impeachable offense nothing happened Um, and now he's just going to release 15 million barrels from the strategic petroleum reserve which is typically reserved for natural disaster national crisis or war um, which donald trump topped off and joe biden is just you know selling off to china and other foreign countries and then just releasing them here in the united states i just wish people understood more of all of this right i mean I I just wish people had a a passion to be involved in the politics of this country. Instead of just believing everything that they're told. Like the guy I was arguing with today on Facebook. All all he was doing was taking CNN headlines and just regurgitating them. Just a fucking echo chamber. And I kept on telling him dude, you need to look into this. You need to look into this. You need to research this more because what you're talking about is not true. How do you know I trust a reporter over you? Right? Like, and I didn't tell him who I was. Um, South Africa has confirmed that Saudi Arabia will join the BRICS alliance with China and Russia and move away from the U.S. with explosive consequences. Uh, They're gonna, China has jumped in to start helping Saudi Arabia develop their own ballistic missiles, tactical missiles. So this is going to be interesting to see what happens there. <laughs> um, I think that this is part of a plan. I, I really do. I think that Donald Trump, when he did his world trip, and he went around the world, he basically gave this, either set the seeds or basically laid out the strategy. And it may, might even be Vladimir Putin's strategy that the only way to stop the Western global is to have a new United Nations rise up that starts out as an economic powerhouse, moves towards a military alliance, and after that, basically starts to eliminate the globalist control. I I think that that's what's happening right now. Um, And I don't know if it's good for the United States of America, but it could buy us a lot of time to save our country. And I think that's exactly what it's doing. Uh, Moscow has commented on the alleged military use of Iranian drones. Kremlin spokes- spokesman Dmitry Peskov has denied claims that the Russian military attacked Ukraine with UAVs sourced from Tehran. Now, this is interesting. All weapons used by Russian troops are from domestic stockpiles. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov has said, reiterating the a denial... Of reports that Moscow has been using Iranian-supplied drones against Ukraine? No, we have no such information. Russian hardware is being used. You know it well. All further questions can be addressed to the Defense Ministry. So, Iranian drones, kamikaze drones. It's not hard or difficult to develop one of these. But my guess is is that Iran got this drone technology from Russia, Russia. That's a good theory. Or uh, Iran negotiated with Russia, giving giving them that drone technology and they manufacture them in Russia. Doesn't mean they're Iranian drones. But how about this? The rhetoric out there is so strong that Russia is utilizing basically Iranian technology that Israel is getting involved in Ukraine right now, which they've been staying neutral. So that's... uh, Pretty good indication because Israel is the intelligence headquarters of the world. Uh, Russia has confirmed new strikes on energy facilities within Ukraine. Um, the strikes on power facilities in Ukraine and Kiev said that the energy situation was critical across the country following renewed attacks. In the past day, the Russian armed forces have continued to strike Ukrainian military com- uh, commands and energy systems with long-range air and sea-based high-precision we- weapons. And they're decimating. And Ukraine should have listened. You know, you remember that tweet that Ukraine put out, like, first the Moscow, then the bridge of Crimea. What do you got next, Russia? They were taunting Russia. Both of those situations there are most likely, you know, overseen by U.S. And Russia came back and has basically thrown Ukraine into the Ice Age by taking out all their power, which most of their power is supplied to Europe. So they're screwing Europe. So this is, this is really big, what's happening right now globally, uh, is we have multiple factions basically or reorganizing for power. Um, and it's my guess that Russia will probably do, um, if Ukraine does not stop and allow the annexation of those states, that Russia will declare full war on Ukraine. Russia will go into Ukraine and basically overthrow their regime. That, that is my guess, and when that happens, I think that's when the United Nations and NATO begin to get involved. Um, what do we got here? Doctors urge Canadian, a uh, doctor urges Canadian Medical Associates to investigate the unusual death of 80 young doctors since the vaccine rollout, over 800% above baseline. I talked about this this morning, um, and this is very, very truthful. Dr. William Mackis, a physician and cancer researcher, wrote a letter to the Canadian Medical Association on Saturday requesting that they look into the sudden rise in mortality among Canadian medical professionals after the implementation of mandated vaccinations for medical personnel. All right, so this dude is no joke either. He's a, a nuclear medicine physician who was formerly employed by the Cross Cancer Institute in Edmonton. He ran the largest nuclear me- medicine, um, Theranostics, Ludium based. Uh, cancer treatment program in North America in Edmonton, Alberta, at the Cross Cancer Institute, sponsored by the University of Alberta Alberta, Alberta Health Services, authorized and funded by Health Canada. Um, he's also the author of 100 peer-reviewed medical publications. In his letter addressed to the CMA president, Catherine Smart, and Alika LaFontaine, Mac has detailed that there should be an investigation regarding the timely deaths of Canadian doctors after the distribution of COVID-19 in the country. And this is where it gets interesting. Our analysis analysis shows Canadian doctor deaths under the age of 50 in 2020 will be two-fold higher compared to 2019 to 2020. Doctors' deaths under the age of 40 are five-fold higher, and doctor deaths under the age of 30 are eight-fold higher, Mackis said. And he's blaming this directly on the vaccine, saying that we need to figure this out and stop this vaccine rollout. But you know, the Department of Health in all these countries and Health and Human Services here in the United States are running these ads on on, on radio, on television. Get vaccinated. It's updated for Omicron. Oh, well, we talked about this yesterday, but what do they have in store for us? Well, this is probably spars, right? The spars pandemic starting in 2023 that we've all been waiting for. The COVID variant with an 80% kill rate funded by Fauci and the National Institutes of Health. They took an Omicron spike protein, added it to the original coronavirus, and voila, it's a killer. Man, I knew we had the formula all wrong to begin with. I mean, this is probably how these guys are thinking. Like, oh, why did we do that in the first place? (laughs) Shucks. They will release it if they need to. You have to understand that. They will release this thing if they have to. And in their mind, they have to because the population isn't dying off is nearly as fast as they would want it to this is this is kind of interesting so this is uh this is representative dana swiped uh listen to what he has to say here they don't uh, want to 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 talk but i didn't want want to ask you one Um, question so uh, my husband's uh, brother-in-law was up at the Capitol on january 6th and all these things are doing to Welcome these freedom fighters that, that are, that are like in the jail and they the say, yeah, I think it's terrible. It's and I'm just hoping you guys are going to fight gotten, for them to get pardons. But if they were on their own, we need to win the White House. We've got all of those things to, to maintain If we, we, we have the White House, we can do that, but not to win the White House. Gotcha. The okay. thank, you thank you so much for everything you're doing. The FBI but people the number one paid social security bill, and, and this is actually what you want, Jordan. On so oversight, and seems every to be one of those the documents from the FBI goes to ghosted his committee. We're going to hold them accountable. Out of the Jimmy you can expose him to the public what's really we're going on. Are we going to be able to defund if the FBI? You don't want right. to defund them. them. You want to break them up. It's different. You want to be able one 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 to ship out anyone that's political. Because you're not going to be able to defund them. But you can the defund the witch hunts, the investigations. Exactly. You can defund them. Why aren't strip how they spend their money? Can you, like, impeach Chris Wray? Sure. Can you get him gone? Yeah, so uh, I am pro cool. Actually I, I have a couple other ones I wanted. So in this I be first, Greg and I Ooh. are very, very Mayorkas, and the He's yes. Try to Yes. And yes. 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 The Yes. Yeah. But the um, truth because is, Greg Stanton was voting for abortion up to the moment of birth. Greg Stanton refused to have babies that made, made the show, process, and 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 Stanley Stanley in the abortion so, process get life-saving treatment yeah. from doctors. Greg Stanton is the extremist in this discussion. So I'm well, going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. I think you should have a direct conversation with your state representatives to get the policy that most directly affects your country. All right, so this is being looked at as a, oh, my God, leaked audio. He was caught undercover video talking about the breakup of the FBI and impeaching members of the Biden administration if the GOP wins the House. Let's make this go viral. Absolutely. Let's make it go viral. I'm happy it's going viral. I'm happy there's members of Congress that actually think this way because they're absolutely 100% correct. Let's get these documents to Jim Jordan. Let's go in there and break up the FBI. Let's impeach Ray and Blinken and Mayorkas and Biden and and Harris. They're working with communists and socialists. They're taking down this country. They're crashing the economy. They're they're doing everything they can do that is anti-American. They're doing everything they can do to destroy this country. And so you know what? Thank you, Representative Swikert. I appreciate your honesty. And I'm one hundred percent exactly agree with them because that's exactly what we all want. All right, what do we got next? Uh, we talked about this one yesterday. Excess deaths. We talked about that. I don't. These are some of these are coming back. Seventeen-year-old uh, Naperville, Illinois high school student Daniel Moshi dies suddenly after collapsing during choir rehearsal. We're, we're getting more and more of these every day. Every day, we're seeing more and more children, kids, dying because they listened to their parents or their doctor and got vaccinated. This was uh, this was interesting. Zelensky to publish book of his most powerful war speeches. A message from Ukraine is set to release in December in the U.S., U.K., and E.U. It proceeds to benefit the president's charitable fund. Oh well, how do you uh, how do you keep money out of the tax bracket? Will you give it to your charity? And so, what are book deals? They're nothing but payoffs to people. Oh, interesting. That's what's happening here. Is, uh, Zelensky's getting his nice, big, hefty payoff. It's going to be a number one bestseller. He's going to make $100 million off of it, and all that money will go to his charity, which will be tax free. German police beat citizens who are protesting because of a record high inflation and energy shortages. Help am So, here's a little tip of advice. Do you hear all the people in the backdrop? While they're beating this guy. Do you hear all the people in the backdrop? So he's beating him. People all yelling. Instead of yelling and pointing and holding a camera, do something else. That's what I'm just saying. Take the fucking power back. They work for you and me. This is Germany, I know. But the same thing happens in the good old U.S. of A. The same thing we saw happening during multiple riots throughout this country. We're being targeted. We're being annihilated. We're being enslaved. That's the truth. And if we don't fight back at some point in time, if we don't stand up for what we believe in and against, with our convictions and against tyranny, we'll perish. That's the sad thing. There's going to come a time where that comes to the United States of America, where Gestapo are going to beat people in the streets, and there's going to be a group of 50 people standing around going, don't do that, holding the phone. Well, You know what stops that Gestapo from beating that protester who is just saying, I want change in this world, this is bullshit? The 50 people with boots. Elon Musk says World War III could be on the horizon as Putin prepares his nukes. Musk quote tweeted a story about his views on Ukraine before being asked if he thinks there is a possibility of nuclear World War III, and when he gave his grim answer. And for some reason, uh, my my tweet, my Twitter, was up earlier, and uh, now is gone. And so, but anyways. He says, if we nuke Russia back, they will nuke us, and then we'll have World War III. It comes after the claims. Musk spoke spoke directly with Putin for tweeting his his peace proposal. He said, uh, if Russia is faced with the choice of losing Crimea or using battlefield nukes, they will choose the latter. They've already sanctioned and cut off Russia in every possible way, so what more do they have left to lose? And He's absolutely right here um, in, in that Russia's sustainability depends on those nations specifically. Um, more international and global news, soaring inflation triggers national strike in France. Trade unions have called for higher wages amidst, amidst the cost of living. Um, you know, that's one interesting point here is that, you know, everything is going up in price, but but your wages aren't going up. You know, t- traditionally you should get like a one to 2% raise each year to keep up with inflation. That doesn't happen. <sighs> You know, you got to admit, though, we have a broken system and that the system needs to be replaced. That's the truth. The system's broken. It's corrupt and broken. We need to replace it, but we need to replace it with systems that we know are that work and retain the power with the people. And I'm not talking socialism or communism. The U.S. warned of winter blackouts, Wall Street Journal has reported. Gas supplies to several states in the Northeast could shrink if the weather changes for the worse. A news outlet reports, citing grid officials. This comes together because of uh, New England. We talked about this yesterday. Global shipments of liquefied natural gas are being directed to Europe. Um, and we have the energy crisis going on within the import um, perspective. And that we've completely got rid of uh you know, energy independence in the United States of America. And this puts states in the United States in grave jeopardy for the winter. And yes, you will probably see rolling blackouts and rolling freezes within the states of New England, probably during the noon time frame to conserve energy. I guess we got to go through all this, right? You got to go through the birth pains. You got to go from the dark into the light. You got to go through all the trials and tribulations, You do. In order to get what you want in the world, in order for strong men to be created that go out there and create a a good, easy, peaceful, and strong world, the strong men have to be created first. Scientists trial new wireless brain implant that activates nanoparticles to zap tumors with heat claim brain implants will save 100,000 Americans. The new brain implant developed by researchers at Stanford Medicine uses infrared light to activate nanoparticles in a device that generates heat and zaps malignant cancerous tumors. The brain implant would be used to shrink the deadly mass during 15-minute treatments over a 15 consecutive day period. The device would be implanted in the skin between the skin and the skull. The temperature of the brain implant increases up to 40 degrees Fahrenheit the temperature scientists contend kills cancer cells without damaging surrounding brain tissues. The photothermal treatment, a technique used to treat tumors, is already used to treat tumors. However, the treatment has only been used during surgery. Um, You know, my my problem with this technology is, yes, it kills the tumors, but it does not kill the cancer. The cancer, your your body is reacting to either something inside of it genetically or something outside of it that is basically having an epigenetic effect on the body. That's why the cancer comes around in the first place. If you don't change that, the cancer will never go away. And just by removing the tumors doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to make you cancer free. It's just going to remove those tumors and give you some more time to either fuck it up again or figure it out. At least that's how I see it. And one of my buddies actually passed away um, two years ago because and used that technology. But anyways, hopefully the technology is more advanced. Hopefully it does save lives. And hopefully that, you know, we, we do... Understand out there what this is really about. It's about, you know, cancers, disease, illness, um, pandemics, all these things, vaccines. It's not about, you know, the, the wrath of nature or anything like this. God didn't fuck up when he made us and made us vulnerable creatures with bad genetics to get sick all the time and get all these diseases. No, it's the environment that we live in specifically. It is the people that want to control us, manipulating this environment to make it toxic for us. All right, let's check out this video. This is one of, this was on the morning the coffee. so if you saw this, uh, of, you it. know- oh, blue, man, I have a blue. question. Uh, so okay. Pfizer has the biggest criminal fine in history. So how is it not anti? How is anti-science to not trust them if they're on record of bribing physicians and fudging test results? Two point three billion dollar fine. So how is it anti-science to simply question them? Can you explain that, please? So I appreciate your comment. I'd like to finish my presentation, and if you can hold your questions. I mean, it's not going to be answered. Yeah, I have four it. questions. Hey, I have four. Sorry. I have four questions that didn't get answered. Oh my God. <laughs> No, 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 please. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your, ring. Your ring just rolled. It's right here. It's right here. Got it? You okay? He was choking me. The little dude came in there, choked him, and the big dude just chucked him. But you know what? Soon they will not be able to walk down the streets, and that's the truth of the matter, is that we need to keep that type of pressure on these people. We need to hold them accountable for what is being said and what is happening in this world, including the Pfizer people, including the Moderna. They got to be held responsible for these crimes that they've done against humanity, and the Nuremberg trial will be held one day. And you want to, you want to know how America feels about Biden's, about Jill Biden, Joe Biden, and all these people. Listen to this. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you can faintly hear in the backdrop is let's go, Brandon, but it did sound like it. But that was where booze. That's what we were hearing. Booze. And rightfully slow. Rightfully so. These people are sick. Oh, man. <laughs> Soon they will not be able to walk down the street. And I don't mean that in a violent or aggressive way. I mean it that their crimes will be so well known to the public and the world that they will understand that it's dangerous to walk down the streets, that they will fear walking down the streets, that maybe they'll even be behind bars to where they can't walk down the streets, or they will be held accountable for the highest crimes against humanity. That's what I hope. Because it's pretty obvious when we look at this situation, when we look at what's happening in the world and how all this is unfolding, it's pretty obvious what they're doing, who they are and why they're doing it. They are creating a one world government, a new world order controlled by them that enslaves you and me into a techno-fascist, totalitarian controlled, oligarchical ruled, new world order. Where human beings are enslaved within digital prisons, within smart cities, where you own absolutely nothing, that you have no wealthier name, that you have no say in any matter, public or private, that everything that you do, say, and think is recorded on a device. And if you think, say, or do anything that is out of line, you're put away into re-education centers or locked away forever or just disappeared. That's the world that they want and they are creating. And the reason they want that level of world is because they're scared of you and me. They're scared of us learning the atrocities that they have committed for centuries. They're afraid that one day we will wake up and rise up against them. Unfortunately for them, that day has arrived. That day is now. That day is today. You know, I've been waiting for this time for a long time. And we're coming to this red line, November 8th. And this is going to be a massive determining factor in everything that progresses in the next six to 12 months. And so I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm happy that I'm alive right now to be a part of this, to be experiencing this, to be witnessing this. And most of all, to be here with you all as all this unravels. A few announcements. Um, number one announcement is the Dark Delight Show. By the end of the week, we'll be streaming on our Locals community. Uh, right here is our Locals community. You guys can find us at redpillproject.locals.com. All right. And uh, that, it's just to help support the Dark Light Show because we have to pay for our radio airtime and all that stuff um and so if you guys are interested in that and you want to help out with the dark Light show that's the place to be it'll be hopefully set up fully here in the next few days with the branding and everything uh redpillproject.locals.com if any mods can put that out there uh for everybody in the battle of the streams tonight i don't have any reports vince is out so i don't have any of the reports for the Battle of streams but thank you i saw all the pills coming in on pilled. i saw some on d live and uh rumble did i get any uh did we get any on rumble i didn't see anything come up we had um Left Maryland, $2 on Rumble. Sorry it couldn't be more $60 than that cat food. (laughs) Thank you so much, Left Maryland. But thank you guys all for all the donations. Tonight, if you guys are interested, if you guys are Red Pillers and part of the Red Pill Project or want to be a part of the Red Pill Project, socialredpill.com is the place to go. And in about an hour and 20 minutes, we're going to be doing a live Q&A on Zoom. The Zoom link will be put out about 10 minutes before that happens. And I welcome everybody to join. Um, you're more than welcome to join in on that. Um, and so I hope to see a hope, hopefully to see, uh, you know, 20, 40, 50, 60 of you guys there. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel here on rumble on D live on, uh, we're not on Twitch or wherever you guys are Facebook, wherever you guys are much love, respect. God bless you guys. That's all we have for you tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of the red pill projects, daily dose, another episode of the dark light show in the morning and morning coffee. Have a great night. Talk to you later.